0: sodomized and then the fire her voice broke off the ground is dry beneath his hips said bruno the storm broke just after two this morning so presumably they chained him to the tree before then you were awake for the storm she asked he nodded the lightning had not disturbed him but the quick scuttle of Balzac into his bed had jolted him awake just as the thunder came. Usually barred from his master's bed, the Basset Hound was still young enough to be granted a dispensation during the tempests that occasionally gave this gentle valley of the river Vézère a brief taste of an Indian monsoon. Bruno had risen, gone to the window and looked out to see if the rain was hard enough to damage the vineyards now that the harvest was due. After a lapse into a steady drizzle, the rain was coming harder again, the tail end of a storm front that had swept in from the Atlantic. Once Fabiola had finished her examination, Bruno tried to cover the body with a plastic sheet. It protected the charred bones of the feet and lower legs, but didn't stretch as far as the man's wrists. Still handcuffed around the trunk of a young chestnut tree. The poor devil would have to stay that way, arms stretched out behind his head, his legs staked apart and his back arched like some medieval torture victim, until the forensics team arrived from Perigueux with their cameras and checklists. Do you think he was killed before the fire burned his feet away? Fabiola's voice sounded forced as she tried to control it. Bruno shrugged, a gesture that turned into a shudder as he thought about it. That's more your expertise than mine. I don't know how you'd tell. The autopsy will confirm it. After death, the heart stops pumping blood. There was no doubt that this murder would require an autopsy. It was worse than brutal. Bruno suspected the feet had been burned deliberately before the car was set on fire. The blaze might have scorched the legs, but it could hardly have devoured them. He guessed the killers had poured petrol onto his feet. The only time Bruno had heard of that being done was in the Algerian war. It was a cruel joke of the rebels who called the white colonists on their land the pieds noirs, the black feet after the black boots the french troops had worn when they first conquered the country in 1830 we'll give you black feet they taunted the french prisoners as they poured the petrol hercule had told him that an old friend now dead who had served in the vicious conflict france had fought in vain to keep algeria and its oil no identification fabiola asked I'd say North African heritage, with that hair and the olive skin. Nothing on him and the registration plates were removed from the car. Bruno had taken the VIN number from the engine block, but he didn't expect an answer until much later in the day. Fabiola was staring at him, expecting him to say more. All we know is that Serge, up at the farm, was getting up for the cows and saw the explosion in the woods. He called the pompiers just after four. You may as well go back to bed, but I'm stuck here until the forensics team arrives. Bruno yawned and stretched. It had been a broken night, the phone call with the special tone waking him before midnight. Then he had dozed, expecting to be called again until the storm had woken his dog. He'd slept again, Balzac tucked in against his shoulder until Albert had called him to report the fire in the woods. At least the storm had stopped it from spreading. Like most of the rest of southern France, the département had recently issued a forest fire alert after the dry summer. It's too late to go back to bed and I wouldn't sleep, not thinking about this, Fabiola gestured with her chin at the plastic-covered corpse. I'll go back and shower and put some coffee on. Feel free to come and have a cup once you can get away. Thanks, but it will be some time. I might have to leave the horses to you this morning. Oh, poor Bruno. Nobody should have to see scenes like this. If you need something to help you sleep,